1: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense.
0: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Because they don't want me to, that's why I do it.
2: Presented by X Insurance. X Insurance.
0: From the Zig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Mark Walters. That's what they say, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom. I'll wear that on my sleeve all day long, if that's what they want to say. Welcome in guys, 6 Hour Studios here at AAR Ranch in Georgia. Daniel defense microphone powered up for you. X Insurance presenting it all. Greg over in Dallas, Texas, how you doing? It's like we never left the seat. Here we are again. Say that every single Monday. Mm-hmm. How can people tune in as long as they're not driving, please? That's the public service announcement. To the show, if they want to watch this in high definition and or participate in the
2: chat. For sure, if you want to watch the video, which was a little late getting up today, but it's there. If you want to watch that, head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you'll see the menu icon. Just give that a click, and when that window opens up, you will see the Watch Live option. Alongside of it will be the Listen Live and the podcast links. If you want to support the show, just head on over to that shop link. You want to join our live chat? All you have to do is just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Was the video really late coming up? It yeah, was. It, was, it was, like, was on when the like show started. Let like go five. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, everybody likes to see the video early. Yeah, you know well, how it is. Okay, but the show started and the video was up. Video so was up, technically late, and it was there. Yep. So if we're going to argue about that, okay. I'm not arguing with you. I just wonder
0: if people got themselves all in a wile, right? Uh, hey, I knows. get it. I get it. It's fun. Last night's show was fantastic by the way. And the sausage was great. We had a uh, you know, uh, we had a word slippage. We had you doing your job. We had uh, a lot of great guests, a lot of great information. It was fun stuff. It was fun stuff all the way around. So if you want to hear that in the background if you want to watch the video, you get all that stuff. You get it all. Hey, our guest, Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason today. You ready for him? I'm always ready for Andy. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. Welcome in, my brother from another mother. How oh, you doing, hey, KQAM, Wichita's up? big talker, Wichita's favorite son, the voice of reason. See, I got that all out. How you doing, Andy?
1: <laughs> boy, boy, I, I never thought that boy. I'd have a lineup of like introductory names. That's pretty wild. What a resume you have. <laughs> man.
0: Okay, so, well, you're a talk radio host. I'm tired today because of the Sunday show. Take it away. <laughs> I'll be your guest. I've already been a guest on two radio shows already today. I, the other one was just 45 minutes ago. Jeremy Dayton out in California. Boy, they're getting pounded out I there. Are. He, he went out and took photographs and video of, he said, the L.A. River down there. He said he'd never seen anything like it.
2: Oh, I saw a video of that just a little bit ago. And, I mean, that thing was, like, up to the brim of water. It was just just flooding.
0: Yeah, it's going to get worse. Yeah, there are parts of the LA basin now picking up nine and a half inches of rain. I don't care what you say. Are they washing off? All that's of- a ton, that's a ton of water. Now, I you know you want to talk biblical theology here? <laughs> Could Andy's laughing? Go Andy. ahead, Andy, take it away. I know you. Come on, you and I think alike. What was I going to say? You know, come on, say it. Say it. Say it, say I it.
1: I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of rain going on. I don't know that it's necessarily biblical, but uh, it's a lot of rain well, going on. I was on just going
0: to say, could right it be now? some payback for some of the the nonsense that the, uh, you, know, you know,
1: I, I don't know. It's just, just, you never know. When you see locusts start coming out of the sky and eating people, then, uh, you know, hey, if we got a story going on, we can pop some popcorn.
0: Especially if those locusts are six feet tall coming out of ships that have landed. <laughs> then you that and I have something fun. to chat about, particularly on yeah. a Monday when we've got you here
1: start seeing some more UFOs pop out of the sky at the same time.
0: That's what I'm talking about, those ships, you know, those those airships that they that they create. You know, I, I did, oh, you know, AWR Hawkins is calling me right this second. Oh, is, is it a, good a good time, time to, call? to call AWR? <laughs> uh, actually, no, it's not a good time to call AWR Hawkins. I'm going to answer that phone call. We just answered that right there. We'll put him on, uh, well, let's not put him on speakerphone, but uh, AWR can listen to part of the radio show right now. Um, you see how long he hangs with us and listens and tunes in. AWR, we love you. We just can't put you on the air right now because you're calling my cell phone. But uh, anyway, great stuff last night from AWR <laughs> Hawkins, by the way, and some really good drops from him last night, Greg. Right? Uh, yeah. Ooh, fun stuff. So, Andy, let's yes, sir. Google gun control together today. You mm-hmm. want to do like that? It. Let's do it. It's it's always I haven't done it yet today. Because it's Monday, and I kind of take it a little bit light. So let's Google gun control together. Let's see what we come up with. Oh, boy. Oh, mm. oh boy. Oh, oh yeah. boy. Oh, okay. Top stories. NPR, why modern gun rights cases have become a job for historians. The Denver Post. Gun control was once electoral kryptonite. Now Colorado Democrats are dot, dot, dot. W.B.U.R., Massachusetts legislature aims to strengthen gun laws with new bills, as if their gun laws are not the worst already. The Denver Post again. Oh, it looks like the Denver Post is just going all in. Bills on gun reform, legislative pay and opioids on tap this week. Let's hit more news. So far, nothing's really jumping out at me. Time magazine. Guns are not just a public health problem. Gun control isn't just about health and safety but also about protecting democracy. Let's go there. Oh, Before we get started, can you tell from the headline, Andy, where you think this might be going? Let me read that headline for you one more time, to be fair. Guns are not just a public health problem, but also about democracy, protecting democracy. Andy, where do you think they're going with this? And we'll figure it out together, live, on the air.
1: Yeah, well, uh, you can see just by... The quick Google and how many stories pop up here, which, like you say, I mean, is always a big thing. But just looking at the number of them, they're, they haven't learned their lesson yet, Mark. They haven't learned so, it every single election cycle. Every time they try to use gun control as some type of campaign platform and it backfires on them every single time, even in their strongholds, even in their areas where they think that they have a deep blue area, they're going to backfire miserably. So. This is ironically, consequently, not consequently, coming out during election season when this is going to be their big platform, their big top to try and push during the campaign on the campaign trail, and we can see how well it's actually going to work out for them. And the arguments, like you said, that they're going to use is well, it's about democracy. I mean, Joe Biden set that tone when he came out at <sighs> the very first week of January, and he said that this election is about either tyranny in a dictatorship under Donald Trump or about preserving democracy. He has set the tone for the entire election for 2024. It's either about preserving democracy with him or a dictator that's going to execute his political opponents if he gets back into office next year. That's what this election is. So every issue, every uh, down-ballot candidacy and every down-ballot issue is now about either democracy or radical right-wing nutjobs. That's the level, that's the extreme that they have set for this entire election process this year.
0: Do you ever think, Andy, that you would put extreme and democracy in the same sentence? <laughs> in the context that you did it? Did you ever think you would do that?
1: Well, no, because I never thought we'd be using the term democracy as much as we do, because we don't have as a, a democracy. Yeah,
0: as a it's, a it's a constitutional republic, but they weaponized individual words it's hijacking the language we've been talking about this for a long time I'm glad to see that you google gun control with me the timepiece here let's go to this um let's put this in context in their context and see let's see how time is doing this this is written by jonathan metzel uh md phd Woo! that Woo. I means he's really small Spun guy directs the Department of Medicine, Health, and Society at Vanderbilt University, is an author most recently of What We've Become, Living and Dying in a Country of Arms. Now, I've not read that, but you know, now I have to. And I love the language. Public health is the lingua franca through which liberal America understands guns and the traumas they engender. Now, this guy thinks he's so smart, he probably doesn't know that other people might know what that means. I don't know in what context he's using that because that means a common language. So let's let's put it in that context. Public health is the common language through which liberal America understands guns and the traumas they engender. So there's there it is. He's talking about the the formality really of the of the common understanding in liberal America and how they view guns in a in a in a common in a, in a common way. I would imagine that's how he Would you take it that way? Yeah. When President Biden called for action after last October's mass shooting in Maine, he did so by once again casting gun violence as an epidemic, a Hippocratic term taken from the study of the spread of infectious diseases. Now, keep in mind, this this guy's an M.D. Okay, Andy, we're getting ready to take a break. When we come back, I want to read a little bit into this, and, and we'll take a dive into this because this is Time Magazine. This, I think, will be really interesting. I'm glad we pulled this one up, and thank you for pulling that up with me. You have it in front of you, correct? I got it. Let's let's take a read during the break. Let's skim through this and then when we come back, let's kind of dissect this. That sound like a plan that works for me. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. Sounds like he's sitting in the room with me right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We'll be back right after this first segment. Already down. It's gonna fly by. Buckle in. Put your safety belts on. Your safety belts. Did you like go ahead to that? Your seat belts. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be back here in the 6-Hour
1: Studios right after this. Don't go away. Do you have a ranch? Hold on a second. Daniel Defense, firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, Freedom, Passion,
0: Precision. Uh, freedom, Passion, Precision, Daniel Defense represents it all. Got my email from Daniel Defense today. Did you get on the email list? What are people saying about the new H9 pistol? Make sure to check it out. I haven't read it yet because that's, that's what I'll, I'll, I'll do that when I eat dinner or something. I got to sit down and get some time and tear into that because those are great emails, and I can't wait to see what people are, in fact, are saying about the H9. I've seen it, held it, haven't fired it, but it's fantastic. I'm interested to to read that later today. We'll report on that tomorrow. Six-Hour Studios lit up. Daniel Defense Mike, X Insurance presenting it all, the Monday edition. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker. Welcome back. Did you get a chance to dig into this during the break like I did? Yeah,
1: kind of looking through some of this information.
0: Uh-huh. Well, okay, well, I don't know how far you got. It's if you want to call it information. Yeah. yeah. What's your take on where this MD is going? And then we'll pick some uh, some parts of it out, because this guy is as biased as it gets as he attacks. Well, I'll just, let, let me go to you and then we'll come back to that.
1: Well, yeah, you well no, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's It's absurd. I mean, that's, you want to generalize it and sum it up. I mean, it's absurd. I mean, this is the mindset. You think that you understand the logic of the left every once in a while, and then you read stuff like this, and your brain hurts a little bit because you don't understand where they're even. I've said it many times before. I will respect a different opinion if I can understand how they connect dot A to dot B on certain issues. And, but when you can't even understand how they go with their thought process, I can't respect an argument. And this is the kind of garbage that they just. It's word vomit to them or, or, or on the on the on the uh, article to where they just say crap, thinking that they're really smart.
0: Yeah. And they try to use that. Uh, what's the. The scholarly language.
1: Yes. If I'm really here's here's, here's what he says. people think. I know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, it's a word salad. Think Kamala Harris on steroids. Kamala Harris with a <laughs> M.D. and a Ph.D. Okay, that's right. I am a physician, sociologist, gun policy scholar and a longtime advocate for gun safety. Our interventions save lives. Really? He probably can't (laughs) point to one time. He probably can't point to one time. Yet I've spent the past five years interviewing gun owners and gunshot victims across the U.S. South. For a new book, what we've become the South.
1: Why do you think the South, Andy? Well, I mean, it triggers the mindset that it's going to be another civil war of those radical racist right wing jobs in the south wanting to uh, create another revolution. Rednecks. Yeah.
0: He's talking about rednecks. A wide range of southern gun owners, even ones who told me that they supported gun safety. Now, we don't know how or what context that statement is made. They voiced alarm about policies that required their personal identification entered into government databases or expanded police authority through civil restraining orders. In their view, the government threatened individual autonomy. As a man who lived on a farm in Tennessee and owned multiple AR-15s put it to me, people out here come to terms with the idea that the government isn't going to save you from violence. Each individual is their own most effective first responder. Break that down for me. What's wrong with that statement from that southern farm owner who owns multiple AR-15s? What's wrong with that statement?
1: Absolutely nothing.
0: Isn't that the truth?
1: It's the truth. And most individuals who have either uh, are aware of the situation or who have maybe gone through some trauma like a shooting in their community— have come to accept and realize that when you call the cops, it's to do the autopsy afterwards, not to actually stop the shooting that's in progress.
0: Yeah, so I I, I question, uh, well, I don't question. I know I can surmise based on what I'm reading and, and point to indications here as to where he's going and why he's doing what he's doing and how he's doing it. Another red state gun owner contended that southern conservatives remained skeptical of regulation. Southern conservatives. Remained skeptical of regulation because, quote, the majority of violent gun crime is committed in places with the strictest gun uh, strictest control on guns. In other words, in this fraught formulation in dense urban blue cities by persons of color. Andy, that's a true statement. Maybe he doesn't like that. But it's true. Where is most gun crime occurring in the United States of America, Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason?
1: Inner cities and rural and uh, the inner cities and minority communities.
0: Do we have to spell that out?
1: Yeah, but if you say that, then it's racist because you're assuming then that all minorities are criminals and they can't come to the acceptance that their regulations on those communities are what's causing it. Not that the individuals are bad, but that they've been put in a situation and an environment to where they feel like it's okay because we've allowed individuals to do that, regardless of whatever skin color that may be.
0: Isn't he assuming that all redneck conservatives or southern conservatives are rednecks with this?
1: Well, yeah, but it's okay to belittle them because they're the white privileged heterosexual male or female, and uh, therefore. It's okay. They are the privileged ones. We have to knock them down a few pegs. Remember, these are the same types, these these scholarly elites, they're the same ones that said that because you're a truck driver in the middle of the country and may not have gone to higher education, that you're more likely to vote for Trump because you're less educated, because you're not part of that elite society. So they're trying to use the same argument that the way that we vote is the same way that we cling to our guns and our Bible we're idiots, we're unintelligent, we didn't go to higher education, we may have a bit of a slang, we may talk a little bit funny, and therefore we're the ones that will probably cling to all of these firearms and not understand that we don't need them in the 21st century any longer.
0: Yeah, she, he goes on to quote a historian, Ruth Ben Gate. I don't know who it is. Here's the paragraph. Guns, in other words, are not just threats to public health. They are threats, as historian Ruth Ben-Gate writes, to the, get this, here's the word salad, to the strong civic culture and a public sphere conducive to social trust and altruism that healthy democracies require. What? What were the founding fathers thinking? Andy, in this man's brain, I'm, I'm asking you to get in his brain, does he, does he not understand the origins of the Second Amendment? historical origins of the Second Amendment from the men who wrote it?
1: Well, yeah, but those that remember, Mark, those are the same guys, too, that think that we still need to be having um, black powder rifles and muskets, and anything beyond that is not relevant in today's uh, Second Amendment.
0: Yeah, that's right, too. They were all but just a bunch of racist
1: Yeah.
0: You know, the whole Columbus thing,
1: right? It's so wild. Imagine a world, Mark, that we live in where we've had this type of mindset, this type of elitism, dismantling the entire foundation of the country and their warped, pretzel-twisted worldview of what this nation is, just to try and find... It's almost like those who try to manipulate religion for their own benefit to like justify racism, justify slavery, justify you know that sort of stuff, that they twist a, a, a scripture so badly to benefit them that it makes no coherent sense on what they're trying to advocate for That's what they've done to the Constitution, essentially. They've warped it so badly just to fit one narrative when it makes zero sense.
0: Well said. Well said. That is right. They warp it to fit their narrative. And this timepiece, ladies and gentlemen, this is a piece that I would recommend. We're going to move on from this. You get the idea. But uh, the scholar himself, self-described Jonathan M. Meltzel at Time Magazine, Guns are not just a public health problem. Uh, says it's an 11-minute read. It is about an 11-minute read uh, based on how much time it took me to get through what I took through in a four-minute break. But it is worth your time. You know, got to know your enemy. It's that simple. We'll be right back with Andy. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. That's a factual statement. You are drinking Defender Coffee, supporting gun rights organizations, because a portion of the profits you direct where you want it to go. Here at the ranch, we send it to the Second Amendment Foundation. DefenderCoffee.com. Make sure to visit them and all of our partners, Please that make this show possible every single day. Andy Hoosier, welcome back. X-Insurance is presenting all of this, my brother in the Six Hour Studios on the Daniel Defense mic. So the the timepiece is worth the read. It really is. This is a piece I kind of wish I hadn't pulled up on the fly because there's a lot of meat in this. He goes into background checks. He equates this to health. Reproductive choice. Voting rights, free speech. And I would submit to you that your guns protect all of those things. Guns. uh, I I have to go here. I I can't help myself. Guns also fan America's deepest social divides when armed militias storm state capitals. I wonder if he's referring to the peaceful (laughs) march in Richmond that saw tens of thousands of law abiding gun owners lawfully carrying firearms. And gosh darn it. Nobody was hurt. But I don't see him talking about the public health issue surrounding death and destruction and burning buildings and cops being attacked, et cetera. Andy, did you notice that?
1: No, I didn't see any of that. But you're right. Look, they've created this image and we have to give credit to Democrats and the elites and the higher ups. They are very good at messaging. One thing that Republicans absolutely suck at and they have for years is the fact that they are Mm -hmm. terrible at messaging And it creating an actual movement that we can emotionally get behind. We're so analytical driven that we don't get emotion behind it, which is hard to get Republicans actually go to the polls many times, which is why Donald Trump is so successful. But they have created an image. And this image is, like you said, the rednecks are still out there. This is like, you know, they're trying to relate it to, you know, the the trend that's going on social media today. Like, oh, does your boyfriend or does your husband think of ancient Rome? And why do they think of ancient Rome? And what's going on? Why are so many people fascinated with ancient Rome? It's kind of like this same mentality that there are people out there, outside of the Roman Empire, that are the Gauls. They're the barbarians. They're the pagans. They're the evil, horrible people that live differently than us. And it is our duty in order for us to have a safe society, a safe civilization, to go out and eliminate them, to ostracize them, to eliminate them and destroy them, to make sure that they either convert to the way we live or... We just destroy them off the face of the earth. They are creating that type of divide in the United States right now. Those rednecks, we thought that they were gone. We thought that was so early 1900s where, you know, the you know deliverance and, you know, the, the ones playing the banjo down there in the woods brewing moonshine in their backyard, those guys are still there. They have the guns. They don't understand the Bible. They don't understand the Constitution. They don't understand today's times. They are ready to rise up and fight against our society at any moment, and we have to get rid of them. We have to call them out. We have to destroy them because they are a detriment to society, and they are still just angry, violent individuals looking to pick a fight. And that's the, that's the realm, that's the image that these individuals have created and that we're the detriment to society. We are the deplorables, we are the domestic terrorists. And between this message and what Joe Biden tries to say uh, about MAGA individuals and Republicans, like they are literally creating a potential violent outburst between the two sides because they are so divisive and labeling us as such a negative thing that this is going to lead to violence in this nation if they keep this up.
0: Yeah, well, I was just not a guest on uh, Jeremy Dayton's show, as I mentioned, out in California right before this show. I do his show every Monday, regular segments with him. He's a great guy. We were talking about that very topic. I I think it's important to point out a couple things here uh, based on what you just said, and that is it's very easy for them to do what they've done so effectively when they have the media in their hip pocket. It's that simple. Let's, Let's just be real here, okay? It's the media driving their narrative, day in, day out, gaslighting, day in, day out, 24-7, every channel, every media outlet. George Stephanopoulos cuts off J.D. Vance when he doesn't want to hear what he has to say. They cut their mic over at ABC, as if George Stephanopoulos is even a journalist to begin with, okay? But when you control that, and it goes back to that old, you know, control the message, right? Control the media, control the message, control the message, control the masses. That's simple. And I don't think you'll disagree with me. Now, let's go back to that. Banjo and moonshine. I happen to love banjo music. And I happen to love moonshine. And I love living down south because I'm free. And I wouldn't trade it for anything some New Yorker offered me to move there. And there are a lot of great people in New York who think just like I do. But their government is controlled by leftist goons. And I want nothing to do with it. So I make that statement. Let me read you this. From uh, the good MD, PhD, the mid or when gun sellers play on fears and conspiracies about safety to foment white anxiety about black violence and looting while at the same time marketing semi-automatic weapons to black and Latino populations using concerns about police brutality. To me, that entire statement is racist. Or am I pushing that too far?
1: No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's a flat-out right. it racist very statement. Much a, very much so. Does he so. see
0: it? He's got an MD mid. He's got a PhD. He's a mid Does he not see what he just wrote?
1: Mid-pffed. I mean, these are the same ones that just say that, uh, you know, that, that black people in New York aren't able to get driver's license, and that's apparently to them not a racist statement, that they're either too poor or too dumb to know how to get a driver's license or a state ID to vote.
0: Yeah, uh, these instances, according to the uh, to the pifid these instances and others highlight how guns represent more than health problems. They are problems of race, of history, of plurality. As columnist Jamel Bowie puts it, gun politics present a challenge to the very possibility of an open democratic society. Andy, an armed population is what gives us an open democratic society. The mere fact, ladies and gentlemen, that we're standing in their way and they want you disarmed is proof positive of what I just said.
1: Hoosier, take that one, please. Well, he apparently has not read the con, or not even the Constitution, but the Declaration of Independence. How did we sign the Declaration of Independence and all the grievances that we had where we left the United Kingdom and we left England and we started our own deal? Like, he would have been those back in the day that would have advocated to remain with England, because how dare that you rise up? How dare that you fight because taxes went up by 2% on sales tax on tea? How dare that you rise up because they're trying to take your cannons and firearms away from you? How dare you do that? You're the radical nutjobs then. He would have been that advocate back in the day at the same time, because that's exactly what led to and how we were able to actually have a declaration of independence and start our own nation by saying, no, you're not going to take our guns no, you're not going to raise my sales tax to two and a half percent no you're not going to tax my tea and our exports you're not going to do that and we won't allow it here is our grievances with a declaration and you can take it and you know put it where the sun don't shine and and he doesn't like that. the stench
0: of elitism just pours off of this guy. I mean, this guy is the epitome of what we see in Democrat politics at the highest levels. From a Pelosi. From a Schumer. From a Murphy. From a Blumenthal. From an Obama. Biden's too stupid. He doesn't know what he's doing at this point. I'm not going to throw him in there. He don't know where he is. But the ones who do know where they are This is the stench that comes from them. And the hypocrisy as a result of that elitism is truly remarkable, ladies and gentlemen. It is truly remarkable. Again, I I highly recommend you read this just to see really the mindset of a highly educated guy. Listen, he doesn't have a mood because he's he's not educated. That's why he's got him. He is, no question about it. I'm having fun with him here. Because you'd think he'd be smarter than this. To not even realize that what he just wrote was racist as all get out. Wow, incredible stuff. Andy, we've got one. Well, we could take this for two hours. We've got another segment with Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. And then Russell Stewart from Beverly Hills Guns is going to be here. He's starting a radio show out in Los Angeles. And he and I have been talking about this for quite some time. I'm happy to have helped him along. We'll talk about it with Russell when he comes back. Andy Hoosier, one more segment.
1: segment of armed american radio's daily defense is being brought to you by daniel defense visit danieldefense.com now back to the show
0: six hour studios lit up at aar ranch daniel defense microphone x insurance presenting it all visit all of our partners we introduced you to three new partners last night two of them were guests barrel buddy great guest paul reggio was fantastic and, of course, Arms List. John Gibbon was a lot of fun. Great guests, great topics, great insight on not just their products, but some really cool stuff. That barrel Buddy is a game changer. Now, again, I have these things here right in front of me, here in the studio with me. And I am going to get uh, get a little down with these things in a couple of my firearms after the show today. I'm looking forward to that, putting these things to the test. Got A bag of 50 of them right here. Hold them up for the camera if you're watching the show. And they are only fourteen dollars and ninety-nine cents. And I promise you they're gonna revolutionize the way you clean your guns. It will change your life and comes to your gun. And you'll keep your guns cleaner because it's so much easier to do. Barrelbuddy.com. Andy Hoosier, welcome back in, brother. Always a pleasure, my friend. Always a pleasure. There
1: he is. Where is he? There we go. You got me. There we go. There we go.
0: I got you now. Yeah. Yeah, I got you now. So uh, I, I'm going to guess like me that you would recommend that people read this. Guns are not just a public health problem, Andy.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, look, there's a lot to break down, like you said, and more a than lot. we have time to cover here for sure. But you want to get into the mind of their thought process and their logic and this well, is their lack of logic. This is it right here.
0: Yeah. This epitomizes that it it breaks down for you. As we said, It it's it, the stench of elitism is very powerful in this article. This is that educated guy who just doesn't have any street smarts i mean it's that simple who with his phd and his md spent a lot of time in school meanwhile ladies and gentlemen you were out there getting the work done you were building things driving things picking things up dropping things putting things together answering phone calls painting things building things fixing things and you know what it's like out there in the real world this guy just stinks of leftist, left-coast, or big-city liberal elitism. He knows best. You don't. You're a conservative redneck gun owner, and it's okay for him to talk about you and and, and fomenting white anxiety and all this is nonsense. You know what? I, I bet I can guess, Andy. I guess this guy's a, a big believer in climate change, too.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I'm sure he is. He probably doesn't believe in UFOs because he thinks that, well... You know, we're just the smartest things ever in the universe. Virginia House yeah, approves assault weapons ban. <laughs> Virginia House approves assault weapons ban. Those of you listening in Virginia. Oh, boy. Super slim Democrat majorities. Governor's not going to sign this. Andy, would you believe that Yunkin would sign what comes out when it comes to a, a gun ban of any kind with Winsome Sear? And him yeah. at the helm, it doesn't stand a chance, right? But that's really not the point, is it?
1: No, I mean that's it's. He's not going to sign it. But again, like you said, this is an election year, so that's not the point. The point is they're going to drive out, so that way they can say we tried to do it, it wasn't yes. able to work. We need your vote. That's the whole point.
0: Yeah, the 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 main gist of this is not the fact that you know. I mean, could he sign? No, not likely. I, I, in fact, I'll bet money on it's not going to happen. However, oh, here's what Helmer said: Fairfax County Democrat Delegate Dan Helmer's bill would end the sale and transfer of assault firearms manufactured after July one, twenty twenty four. It also prohibits the sale of certain legal capacity magazines or large capacity magazines. This bill would stop the sale of weapons similar to those and I uh, similar to those I and many of the other veterans carried in Iraq and Afghanistan. Oh, Andy. Was it's he carrying war. a civilian semi-automatic AR-15 in Afghanistan? I, I highly doubt that.
1: Those weapons of war, man. Come on.
0: Yeah, but the bigger picture here, ladies and gentlemen, is this is what the Democrats are doing during an election year. They know it doesn't stand a chance. They know Youngkin's not going to sign this. The fact of the matter is,
1: what can they say, Andy? We
0: did something. We tried to do something. And the Republicans Standing in
1: the way, right? Yeah, well, look, I mean, both parties do it. Republicans have done it as well. They they do the same thing. We can't get anything done until we have both chambers of the presidency. Problem is with the Republicans is that they don't even follow through when we do give them all of that. So, But, yeah, Democrats are using the same play right now, that they uh, uh, we can't get gun reform done. The most important issue that the voters want change right now, common sense gun reform. We want all that done right now. We can't do it because the Republicans and those rednecks are in office preventing us, blockading us. From making this country a safer place to live.
0: Yeah, and part of the bigger picture of that, you're right, the Republicans do. That's politics. That's the way politics is played. We all get that. But the bigger picture here, again, is the fact that it's the Democrats coming after your guns. You're not going to see a Republican legislative body come after your guns during an election year. For that part, you're not going to see it anyway. But the Democrats will. And this is what the Democrats are doing. And it's just more proof that Andy Hoosier, they are continuing to double and triple down as we get closer and closer to November, which historically hasn't been the case. They tend to back off somewhat. Clearly, they're well, not they going do, to do yeah. that.
1: Post and again, Bruin. usually they do. You're right. Usually they do. They, they If they were smart, they would, because every candidate that makes that as their main topic and their main platform to run for office for, they lose. So this is, again... How many times, what's the definition of insanity? How many times do you have to reinvent the wheel doing the same thing over and over and expect it to work this time? I don't understand the logic there.
0: Well, they're living in the blue bubble, okay? They're living in New York. They're living in New Jersey. They're living in California. They're living in Portland, Oregon. That's that's inside the blue bubble. That's behind the blue curtain. And behind the blue curtain, they can do that. Now, Virginia, the Democrats are playing a smart political game. They have a Republican governor who they know is not going to sign it. So let's pass it and then we can blame him because we're not quite blue enough here yet. What they're doing is they're sending a signal to blue constituents throughout the state of Virginia. Pass this next gubernatorial election. Put a Democrat back in office and we're going to screw you out of your gun rights. That's what they're saying. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, No, you're absolutely right. Is that the bigger that's, play? That's the end goal. That is the end goal. Remember, socialism's never been tried pure enough in history. So that's their argument is that we haven't gone far enough. We have to make it deeper socialist. We have to make it deeper blue. We have to go further because, you know, obviously the little bit of blue that we have isn't good enough. And the policies suck and we see the policies stink. But it's not because that our policies that we advocate for have failed. It's because we haven't been able to implement them purely enough so let's take it to the next notch
0: andy hoosier the voice of reason well said i appreciate you being here brother we have come to the end of the fourth segment our one is in the bank can you believe it
1: yeah where can, can people go me, to see? your fun. show coming up
0: oh it's always a blast yeah. thanks oh. for being here when where can people go to see you and or see you and hear you
1: yeah absolutely who's i've actually been working on my website a little bit trying to revamp it just a bit make it a little more organized so who's your reason.com the social media at who's your reason as well got the got the good program the uh got a good a guest on a new guest on the program today as well so got a lot of fun coming up we got the immigration bill we have to talk about hmm. <laughs>
0: we'll only let six thousand in a day now that's the immigration <laughs> bill by the way ladies and gentlemen We'll agree. What are the Republicans going to do? That's a fascinating conversation in and of itself. But we'll let you take that one on on Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, Hoosier reason, KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker. Thanks for being here, Andy. We appreciate it very much. Coming up in the next hour, it's six minutes after, guys. Russell Stewart, founder of Beverly Hills Guns out there in California. We're going to find out what's going on. He's also he's running for office out there in California. He's got Beverly Hills Guns. And lo and behold... He has a lot to tell us when he comes up in the next hour. Six minutes after, we'll be back right after this. On the flip side,
1: you've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance.
0: X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network.